Hello, friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website, a study in the Word of God. And I'm so glad to bring you some good news in a bad news world. Everywhere we turn, there is bad news because we're in the last days. We're in the perilous time that the Lord said would come just before His coming and just before the great tribulation breaks upon all the world. Uh, Amen. So uh, today I want to talk to you about a subject that I believe is, is so important, particularly in light of the things that we are being challenged by, the things that we are facing globally and personally. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking about living by faith in fearful times, hiding in God's pavilion, living by faith in fearful times by hiding in God's pavilion. And uh, that we just want to bring you something from God's Word that is going to help direct us to how to live in times like this in all of the, all of the comfort and consolation that is offered to us by the presence of God with us and the faithfulness of God to us. If you've got your Bibles, please turn with me to Psalm 27, 5. Father, as we go into the Word of God today, I pray that all who have joined us in this Bible study, wherever they are hearing it, wherever it's here in America or whether it's any other nation of the world, that they would find through the counsel of your Word the comfort of your Spirit, in Jesus' name, the comfort of your truth, hallelujah, and discover this place that we can hide and find a a refuge, hallelujah, not by running from our trouble, but running to you when trouble comes, in trouble is here, amen, and Father, we thank you today that in the time of trouble, you draw near to us, even nearer to us than you would have normally be. And and Father, we give you glory and honor and praise as we go to your word to find with those that, that have discovered it before us, this place that we can live our life free from fear, free from fear, free from fear, and find peace and rest in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Living by faith in fearful times. Psalm 27 and 5, and we're going to study basically from Psalm 27. That's where we're headed, the entire psalm. Uh, Listen to Psalm 27 and 5. Uh, It says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. Corey Ten Boom years ago wrote a book. Uh, it's her life story really chronicled in that book uh, that later became a movie called The Hiding Place. The reason the title is obvious is because Corey's family hid Jewish families from the Nazis. But when they were discovered and arrested, she was sent to Ravensbrück, concentration camp. Corey's story reveals another hiding place, a place of faith 
found in God's presence a marvelous and precious discovery of the faithfulness of God in the face of overwhelming circumstances and fear. And I want to talk to you through this teaching about that hiding place. The hymn writer talks about a hiding place. Augustus Toplady running into the shelter of a great rock, squeezing himself into its crevice in a sudden violent storm, wrote while in there he scribbled down the the premise for the song that has become such a comfort down through the years. Rock of ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Another songwriter writer writes, Jesus, lover of my soul, let me to thy mercy fly while the nearer waters roll, while the tempest still is high. Hide me, O my Savior, hide till the storms of life are past. You see, friend, in times of great trouble, the Psalms have become the great consolation for us because in the Psalms we find people with problems just like us, with fears that grip them just like us, and yet they found an answer and an antidote for that fear. They literally found a hiding place in God. After the terrorist attacks back in 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 the in the twin towers when they came crashing and 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 our entire nation was filled with fear of what is going to happen next. Billy Graham came to to address not just the nation but address the senators and congressmen and the president. They asked him to come, and he read from Psalm forty six verse one, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we'll, we will not fear. Proverbs 18.10 is one of my favorite scriptures in times of trouble. And it says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and are safe. That word strong tower would, would mean high above the reach of the evil intentions of my enemies. <laughs> Praise God. That's exactly where we need to be. But it's the name of the Lord which reveals his unchanging character of love and faithfulness. Praise God. I like Matthew Henry's comment on this psalm. He said, the name of the Lord is all whereby he has made himself known as God and our God. Not only his titles and attributes, but his covenant and all the promises of it. These make up a strong tower, impenetrable, impregnable for all God's people. That's what we need today. You can't run from trouble. <laughs> you can't hide from trouble. You can't hide from all of the, the things that can befall us who live in faulty bodies in a fallen world. 
but you can run to God when the trouble comes. Hallelujah. This great scripture in Proverbs would be right at home in the Psalms. The Psalms have been called an act of hope. What's so wonderful for us as people uh, and, and as God's people in particular is that the faith of the Psalms is a confidence which stands square in the middle of all the loss and pain, darkness and sin, horror and death, and suffering and struggle, which is life, which is life in faulty bodies in a fallen world. With a formidable foe, make no mistake about it, the enemy is active today. He knows his time is short. All the trouble he can bring upon mankind, he will bring, and it will come to its apex during the tribulation period. You think we've got trouble now. You think it couldn't get any worse. I'm telling you, read the book of Revelation sometime and see what's coming. But if you're a Christian, don't just read the book of Revelation to see what's coming upon the world. Because the Bible said men's hearts would fail them for fear, for looking at the things which are coming upon the world. Uh, it'll come to its apex again during the tribulation. But already this, this, this global fear of, of an uncertain future, but of certain uh, certain fearful events ahead is already gripping all of the world. And if we're not careful, it will grip our hearts as well. And But we know that we have a faithful Father. We do live in faulty bodies. We do live in a fallen world. We do have a formidable foe in the enemy. But we have a faithful Father. Hallelujah. And the Psalms are a light to people who walk in darkness. They are, an, they, they are a shining reflection of hope. They're a bright reminder that our fears may be faced because we do not face them alone. Psalm 27, I'm going to begin to read from to put a context for our text today. David says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You can also put, What shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom or what shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come up against me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in, in His temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. And he shall set me upon a rock. One paraphrase said, he will place me out of reach 
on a rock. Why? Because his name is a strong tower. <laughs> High above uh, the intentions of the enemy to do me harm. Listen, the secret of David's courage and strength is because he had found a hiding place, a refuge, a high tower in which to run in fearful times. Psalm 17 and 8 says, Keep me as the apple of thine eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. He learned to live, dear friend, in God's presence. In Psalm 91, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. Psalm 143 in verse 9 says, Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. See, David found courage and strength because he had learned how to enter into and begin to live in the presence of God and thereby be constantly under the covert of his wings. He was hidden in God's pavilion. This word pavilion, I'm going to read it from a Bob Smith's Bible dictionary. It could be any other. And it means an enclosed place. It's also rendered tabernacle, covert, and den once only here as pavilion. In Psalm 27, 5, among the Egyptians, pavilions were built in a similar style to houses, though on a smaller scale in various parts of the country. Uh, for in, in, and in districts in which the Egyptian armies passed for the use of the king when he traveled with them. In other words, when the armies would bivouac at night and, and set up their camp, if the king was traveling with them to lead them to that battle, uh, then the king would stay in that pavilion. It was the place that was built specifically for the king to indwell. This is not about the safety to be found in the house itself. You see, but in the presence of the king who dwells within that house. And our, our safety, there's no place down here. You know, I don't know the words to the song, don't even care, but there was a song way, way, way back that said there's no hiding place down here. Well, we know that. You can't hide in drugs. You can't hide from reality in drink. You can't hide uh, by living a life of sin and obsession with sex or, or fame or fortune to the degree and partying to the degree that you, you're trying to hide yourself from the reality of the pressures of life, the, the pitfalls of life, the, the, the emptiness within, oh friend of mine, but you can hide in God because of what Jesus has done at the cross for you and for me. You see, Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. He's our ultimate hiding place. He's our stronghold. The promise of his abiding presence is our great weapon against fear. You know, Colossians 3.3 3 said our life is hid with Christ in God. Hid in Christ with God. So like David, we declare 
our confidence, and the result is courage in the day of trouble. Psalm 27, once again, I want to read it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He's declaring this. You know, we ought to declare it today. We ought to declare, amen, uh, with the words of our mouth, the words of God and the word of God and the truth of the word of God today. Hallelujah. Amen. If the Lord is my light and the Lord is my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I wish we would make that a, a declaration today. I want you to just say it after me, right where you are, if you can, if you're not in a, a restaurant where everybody's going to look at you and, and, you know, think you're, listen, say it with me today. Say it under your breath or say it out loud, but say it proud. Hallelujah. In the good sense. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom or what shall I be afraid? Hallelujah. He goes on to say, and you don't have to keep saying it, but mark it, read it, get it down in your spirit today. When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. You see, like David, we determine then to seek the Lord. And the result is God's protection and God's deliverance. Verse 4 said one thing. Have I desired of the Lord? That will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Hallelujah. David's delight then in praising God with a joyful heart in songs of victory. Like David, we should follow this pattern. You know, it's time to sing. It's not time to, to just hang our heads and hang our harps, in essence, upon the, the willow tree like Israel going into captivity because we've been delivered from captivity. And one of the captors that God has set us free from is the, the debilitating fear that stalks every person on this planet. Amen. Fear hath torment, literally penal imprisonment in the Greek. In the Bible said in First John, for we've known and believed the love that God has for us, for God is love. He that feareth is not perfected in love, because perfect love cast out all fear. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We've been delivered, translated out of the power of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son. 
Hallelujah. And David said, listen, in verse 6, And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle, where I'm hid, you see, sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Amplified I like, it said, And in his tent will I offer sacrifices and shouting of joy. Amen. I will sing praises to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Before we begin to just run to God uh, in our panic and our pain and our trouble uh, to ask for help, we begin to hide ourselves by recognizing His presence with us. He has tabernacled with men. He has actually made our body his tent. Hallelujah. Our body, his temple, and his His earthly abiding. There's no temple now of where he abides behind the veil. We, the church, and every child of God... Paul said, what, don't you know, what, <laughs> don't you know that your body is the temple of the Lord? We, uh, he has come to indwell us, both the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God has done something so absolutely beyond description, and yet we continue to try to describe it. Jesus is an unspeakable gift, bringing us unsearchable riches. Hallelujah. Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? Who am I that he would say, not my will thine for the answer I may never know why he ever loved me so that to an old rugged cross he would go for who am I and not only a king would die for but that God would take on flesh and die for and then this God who died for me this Christ who stayed on the cross to pay my sin debt has now cleansed me from my sin, not just forgiven it, but cleansed me from it, hallelujah, to such a degree that in my spirit, with my spirit, in my body, he comes to live in me. And if you're a child of God, he has come to live in you as well. For in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion and we should begin to praise him and worship him hallelujah because we are in his presence because he is living within us today amen he's a ever present help in the time of trouble especially in the new covenant <laughs> hallelujah so like david we determine to seek the lord and we find protection and we find deliverance and like david then we begin to praise him i will sing praises i like the amplified once again and in his tent will I offer sacrifices and shouting of joy. This is this is not just saying hallelujah. No, no, no. I'm I'm. You know, someone said some one time if we would 
get the polar bear out of the pulpit, we could melt. Maybe we could melt the ice cubes out of the pew. Amen. David said, I don't just sing. I shout for joy. I will sing praises unto the Lord. First we praise, and then we pray. Verse 7 says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. We do not pray, and then if or when God answers, praise Him. We pray and praise Him. We praise Him by faith, and then we pray and believe that God is listening and that God is going to answer our prayer. We actually give Him thanks before the answer comes. You know, the Bible said in the New Covenant, it said, speaking about troubles and trials and testings and all of the circumstances we face, it said, it said that we're to come to God with thanksgiving. Even as we're requesting His help in the time of trouble, we are thanking Him for the help before the help comes because we're coming in faith that He's going to help us. Praise God. Amen. Listen to Psalm fifty, fourteen, and 15. It says, Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows to the Most High and call upon me then. First, it starts with thanking Him and paying thy vows. This is part of, 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 of the praise that we owe Him, the honor and the praise and the gratitude that we owe Him. And, and we need to, to pay our vows by praising Him before we even begin to pray to Him. Hallelujah. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Glory to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Our Father, what a joy it is to call you Abba Father, to know that we are the sheep of your pasture and the people of your hand. Offer unto God thanksgiving. See, that's why the new covenant says, in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let thy requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? Do you get that today? Paying your vows is not sending your money to, to someone. That's, this is your vows to trust God, your vows to honor God in your life. Amen. This is what, this, this is something, this is not about a financial transaction, but a spiritual transaction. Offer to God thanksgiving and pay thy vows to the Most High. And then, what? And then, call upon me in the time of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Glory to God. The, the, one translation says, Sacrifice thank offerings unto the Lord. Sacrifice thanks offerings unto the Lord. We used to sing it all the time. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. 
We bring the sacrifice of praise. This is the vows. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to praise you. I'm not going to let the devil steal my song because I'm not going to let him steal my joy in my salvation and in my Savior. Hallelujah. The sacrifice of praise is not saying, you know, I don't really feel like praising God. And my prayer hadn't even been answered yet anyway. But I'm going to sacrifice. No, the sacrifice of praise is coming from a thankful heart filled with gratitude for our salvation and in particular our Savior. For the Father who gave His Son and the Son who gave His life on the cross and suffered and died that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And part and parcel of the abundant life is the, 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 the deliverance from the fear that will grip every one of us in, in the troubled times, in the stormy seas. Thank God for the one who says to the storm, Peace, be still, who has the power and authority over every circumstance and situation. But if the storm rages, if he does not speak to the storm because he wants to take us through instead of take us from, he will speak to the storm of fear and worry and depression that is is raging in our heart when the storm comes. And he will speak in the midst of the storm to our heart. Peace, <laughs> be still. And in our heart, we will experience a peace that passes all understanding. We, it, it doesn't, you see, initially, the circumstance doesn't have to change. But what must change in order to deliver us from these legitimate concerns, these fears that fearful times bring, that perilous times bring, that the last days will bring men's hearts failing them for fear and the things that are coming upon the earth. Hallelujah. We offer unto God thanksgiving and we pay our vows to the Most High. We reverence Him and we honor Him by running to Him instead of looking to our own devices or looking to the arm of flesh. And He said, And call on me then. Offer unto God thanksgiving. Pay thy vows unto the Most High and call upon me in the time of trouble. I will deliver thee. I will deliver thee. And thou shalt glorify me. Praise God. Well, friend of mine, we've come to the end of our, our time that is set aside for this Bible study, this segment of it. And today, I pray that you will run to the Lord by trusting in Him, looking unto Jesus. In times like this, who is the author and the finisher of your faith? You can't hide from trouble. You can't hide 
from the death and destruction that original sin has brought that allowed a destroyer, Apollyon, the devil, and his fallen angels, all of the heartache and the heartbreak and the pain that our world has suffered and is still suffering and will suffer until the King of Kings comes and reigns and restores all that was lost through the fall. Today, today, run to the Lord. He'll hide you in His pavilion and praise Him and thank Him right here, right now, in the midst of all the terror and the trouble. Give God the glory and the honor that is due Him and call upon Him so His deliverance can come to you. Today, if you don't know Jesus, there's no place to hide down here. But you can find a hiding place. You can be hid in Christ in God. If you come to Christ, confess your sin. Trust Jesus as your Savior. Don't hide in drugs. Don't hide in drink. Don't hide in sin. Hide in God. In Christ. In Jesus' name.